Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up. Five, seven, the game. Back up top to Curry, directing traffic. Beats Thompson. Thompson for three. Nothing there. Looney offensive rebound. Skipped it to Curry. A hash mark. Three is good for Stephen Curry. Again, Kevon Looney sets up that. Warriors wrap up. Allen Styles in once again for JD. And we did it, folks. We did it. I know we weren't in the game. A lot of people say, well, should you say we when you're talking about your team? I say we sometimes it comes out. And the Warriors, they got it done. 121 to 108. Their first road victory since January 30th. January 30th. It feels like, honestly, and I'm not being facetious or sarcastic here. It does feel like the Kevin Garnett, anything is possible because it's been so long. And yes, it was against the team with the second to worst record in the NBA, but it doesn't matter because how many times had the Warriors this season tricked off games? They had no business losing to teams. They had no business losing to. So I'm going to take this victory I don't know what to do with it next. I don't know if it's going to translate into next game. And obviously, they have a really big matchup coming up against the Mavericks. And that'll determine that tiebreaker between the Warriors and the Mavericks. Because they only played three times this season. But they got it done. It wasn't pretty. It almost seemed as if the time difference a little bit. I mean, the seats were empty early on in Houston. The vibe just felt like not a JV game. But okay, are we going to get going a little bit here? Everybody was a little bit of a slog early on both sides, but the thing about the Rockets is we know they're quick. We know they're athletic. The Rockets could have a slam dunk competition, slam dunk contest just with their team. That's how athletic they are. So when you come with them or come to them with those lazy passes, that's going to be an issue. But the Warriors, ultimately, they were able to get the job done. And that's what matters here. You had... Draymond Green, plus 15, 8 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Kevon Looney, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Steph Curry, 30 points, 7 rebounds for Steph, 5 assists. Klay Thompson, 29 points, plus 13. Dante DiVincenzo probably had one of his worst games, I think, of his time with the Warriors. He's been on a tear lately, so he was due. But everybody picked him up. And who picked him up from the bench specifically? Jonathan Kaminga. And we got a lot more to talk about in terms of what he did for this team today and what he can be down the stretch. So Jonathan Kaminga, 17 points. He was a plus three. One for two from three ball land. Seven for nine from the field. 
Jamichael Green, four points. Anthony Lamb, nine points. Look, I, I know I have to bring it up. I really don't want to because today is not that day. But Jordan Poole, five points. Moses Moody, three points. As the Warriors, again, they get it done on the road against the Rockets. And even towards the end of the game, even towards the end of the game, about three minutes left, something like that. Warriors are up about 15, 16. Then they start with that stuff. Then they start forgetting to guard. Then they start feeling like we can just throw the ball away. And unfortunately, or fortunately, it didn't hurt them there. It's just a matter of, I don't know if you're going to be able to overcome this stuff against a team that's not the Houston Rockets. Because it goes, Detroit Pistons have the worst record. Houston Rockets have the second to worst record in the NBA. So you got away with it against the Rockets, you cannot do that against these better teams. You definitely can't do it on Wednesday against the Mavs with everything that's on the line. But sometimes you got to just sit there, and I don't know. We don't know if anything was said. We don't know if any conversations were had. It doesn't really matter. Because that's the thing about these, okay, we had a, a, a team meeting, no coaches. It doesn't matter if you go out there and lose, right? Now, I have heard that the, the team meeting trick normally is good to do before you play a team you think that you can beat. So maybe they had something. I'm just speculating here. I have no clue. And it's not that the Warriors necessarily came out any differently than the other games. They just hit some shots late. They finally got on that run. I think that was the biggest piece of this. What was it? About eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. They finally got on that run where they got some separation. I was here with our producer Sterling watching the game, and Sterling said they finally went on a run. And it feels like that's what the Warriors just hadn't done on the road. I mean, nothing more than maybe seven points here, maybe a ten points there. They go on that, they go on that run towards the end of the game and even though they might have thought they were up by a little bit more than they were actually up by, it gave them enough separation against a young team like the Rockets to where the Rockets, they just didn't have the horses. They didn't have enough gas in the tank to hang with the Warriors. Now, they had enough gas in the tank if this was a sprint or, like I said, a dunk contest because of those passes that the Warriors just continue to throw and the Rockets continue to jump them. But in terms of gameplay and executing, the Warriors had three guys with the Hall of Famers that got it done, and they had a lot of help from the rest of the team as well. And where I'm going with that is the secret sauce of the game, why they lost or what was the deciding factor. And the secret sauce of the game, that was it, having three Hall of Famers. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. That was a situation where it was, hey, we cannot. (laughs) There's a line to everything, okay? Yes, we have struggled on the road, But we cannot lose this game. And no disrespect to the Rockets. They beat the Celtics not too long ago. But you can't lose that game. Not now. It's too late. We used too many mulligans. Okay? We hit too many in the water. We hit too many. We sliced a couple. We got to get it done now. And the Warriors, that's what they did. Having three Hall of Famers, that is the secret sauce of the game. The secret sauce of the game brought to you by Proposition Chicken. Fried, flipped, not fake. This chicken goes three ways, now available in eight Bay Area locations, with our newest one being in Novato, the secret sauce of the game. And that's just what it is. So, all right, now it's time to open up the phone lines, 888-957-9570, because I think it's a really interesting game. You go out, and the Warriors did what they were supposed to do. It feels like they haven't done that very often. Specifically not on the road. They've done it at home. They've taken care of business. But even some of their home wins have been harder than they needed to be. So 888-957-9570, how are you feeling about the Warriors? Does it move you at all? 
or does it not matter because it was either going to be a bad loss or just you did what you were supposed to do? There was no way. Doesn't matter if it was a. Doesn't matter if it was a buzzer beater. There was no way it was going to be a good win. There's no way. It, it's a. It's a win that you had to have, and I think they know that. And even Steph, you heard early on in the post game, Steph even said we, you know, haven't been able to take care of business the same way and even still made some mistakes down the stretch, but they were able to get the W. So 888-957-9570, call line, Infinity Mobile text line, and also on the YouTube chat if you want to get into the conversation as well. Now, let's go around the league a little bit. So the Mavs, I talked about that matchup. The Warriors face the Mavs on Wednesday. Of course, you can hear the game, just like all the games here on 95.7 The Game. The Mavs go on to lose. So now the Warriors are up a half game. And the Warriors, depending on what happens on Wednesday, would determine the the tiebreaker. So the Mavs go on. They lose. I believe the last time I checked, let me triple check here. The Timberwolves won. So the Timberwolves have the same amount of wins as the Warriors, but they do not have, they have one more loss than the Warriors. So this thing is, and I'm going to tell you what, it is pretty crazy to sit there and look at the standings. And again, I think as Warrior fans, just off the top of your head, I actually did this when I did the post game against the Hawks. You're so used to these teams just not being on the Warriors level that you just have some assumptions about what their records are. And then you go on to see, so now the Warriors are at 37 wins. Then you go on to see that their record is not much different than a lot of these teams that we've kind of talked down about this whole time. I'm sitting there looking at the at the Hawks, and I know they made the playoffs a couple years back. They did their thing in New York. I'm sitting there talking about the Hawks. Oh, they got the same record. We're sitting here off the top of your head. If you were to think, oh, yeah, you know the Thunder. They don't have Chet Holmgren. They're young. They're, they're in the sweepstakes for Wimbayama. All this stuff. You turn around, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, don't get me wrong, has been an aberration this season. But they're right there with the with the Warriors. So... I think a lot of this is trying to figure out who are the Warriors and are they going to be able to tap into some of these things that they did today and continue to do them? Here's the question. Can the Warriors defend, not turn the ball over, and focus on good shots for the rest of the season? And that's a really big emphasis on good. And I know he's Klay Thompson. And I know he's Steph Curry. We know who you are. But all the shots that you take aren't good. Aren't good, but who is who is Steve Kerr to say they're not good? I don't know. I don't know, but there was a play towards the end of the game. I think the Warriors, they might have been up double digits at, at this point in time, but there was a play at the end of the game. Kevon Looney made a good play, saving it out of bounds, and he gets it to Draymond. Draymond almost loses it. Kevon Looney goes back. Basically, he's camped under the rim. Draymond hands passes it out to Clay. Clay take we know Clay. He, he is a mid range specialist. Clay tapes a, a mid range where his feet were a little split a little bit. He hits the shot. Don't get me wrong, but he easily he could easily miss that with Kevon Looney right under the rim. And now the Rockets could have cut it to single digits. So it, it's a make or miss league. I understand that, and the Warriors have had a lot of success because they make the basketball a lot. But these are just the small things that I think makes this win not confusing. But really just a matter of I don't necessarily know what to do with this. I'm just really glad they didn't lose. Because if they did because if they did lose, or excuse me, I'm just glad, yeah, that they didn't lose. Because if they did lose, then you'd have some problems. Then 
I think you might see this thing finally, and I know the biggest optimist here might start to say, all right, it just it just not might not be that time. It might not be that time. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's go out to Mike. He's hanging out in SF talking about how the Dubs got to finish strong for the sixth seed. What's up, Mike? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm not too uh, thrilled. Uh, it shouldn't, it's embarrassing that we're celebrating a win over a team that's playing for uh, the number one pick, and it's almost two months since your last road win. Mm. I mean, a defending champ should not have eight road wins on the season. I don't care what the scenario is, who's out, the injuries. Even if you're one of these lowly teams like Detroit, San Antonio, one of these young teams, maybe I'll give you a pass, but a team like the championship caliber of the Warriors who come in off titles should not have eight wins and struggle to beat a, a Houston team uh, winning, uh, going for the number one pick, as I said. So if you're for the Warriors' perspective now, you finally actually broke through, got the uh, win. I have no confidence in all they're going to beat Dallas uh, tomorrow night. In fact, I think they're going to get hammered. And probably, I thought if they were going to win one game, this would probably be the only one, because I think Houston's one of their only other one road wins on the season. So if you're the Warriors' perspective now, you're in that sixth seed. You want to finish slotted in that sixth seed. Stay out of the play-in. And I think they can because they got, after this Dallas uh, road game, They've got um, all home games, which we know they're practically unbeatable at Chase Center. So I expect them to win all those games there and lock into that six seed. So it's a matter of who they're going to play. Um, to me, ideally, I would rather play Sacramento. Uh, I think this is a, a much better Memphis version of the team, regardless of we know that Brooks is a clown. They talk, but they talk. But, hey, they've shown that at home they, they will pummel the Warriors. So I think Sacramento being a young team who hasn't been in a decade in the playoffs in almost 20 years, they give you a better shot, even though Sacramento's feisty and always, always gives the Warriors game. So you got the mentality from the Warriors now is after this Dallas game, you need to lock in, finish seat, no more slip ups, which I don't expect them to because they're all going to be at chase, and go in and lock into that sixth seed and, and pray that maybe you get Sacramento because I just I don't like the matchup with Memphis this year, even with all the turmoil with Ja and Dylan Brooks as a clown. But regardless, we know I don't think this is the same Warrior team we can expect to to just go up, flip a switch, and win on the road in the playoffs. That's not the team. So hopefully we'll see uh, how this plays out. But they finally, miraculously, they got a road win, at least for tonight anyway. Thanks. No, thanks for the call, Mike. Always good stuff. Yeah, I can't even really sit here and discuss who the Warriors might face because so much is changing day to day. I definitely don't want to disrespect the Kings at all, but I also feel that this isn't the, the the evening for that conversation, but I am curious if Warriors fans are starting to, I wouldn't say respect the Grizzlies more. I would just say, you know, when I was on when I was doing shows a little a, a couple weeks ago, and the Warriors had those wins at Chase Center, it was all hey, the Grizzlies are done. I think I did a show with Bonte, and he said the same thing. Nobody is worried about the Grizzlies, all those types of things, and a lot of people agreed. I don't know now. I don't know. I mean, things can change quickly, right? And and you don't know who you're gonna have. Whoever you're gonna have to face is gonna be a problem. So to me, it's less about the the mental aspect. We know that Clay's turned it on before. We know that Steph can turn it on specifically against teams that are gonna poke the bear. But I wouldn't sleep on the Kings either. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who they face because these are the things I want to break down for a second. And if you're just tuning in, Alan Siles in for JD as we break down the Warriors' first road victory since January 30th, 
to 108. They beat the Houston Rockets. But we all talk about flipping the switch. So for a second, let's just break down. You can throw it in the Xfinity Mobile text line if you want. You can call in and tell me what your version of flipping the switch is. Let's break down what that actually means. What par- what parts of the switch, if you did, were to take apart a light bulb, right, or, or take apart the connection of the light switch to the light bulb, what makes that work? And to me, defend the basketball. Defend the three-point line. You haven't defended the three-point line. Whenever the Warriors start looking like the other team as an extra man on the floor, and it gives me flashbacks to game one of the Boston Celtics game in the finals, that's a problem. So you got to defend at, I wouldn't even say a high level, uh, at least a mid-level. You can't be bad. Can you not turn the ball over? I see you on the Xfinity Mobile text line. 18 turnovers. It's not great. It's not great. That's from the 510. It that is still not going that is not going to get it done against teams that are not the second to worst team in the league, let alone higher seeds than you, which means that they've been playing better basketball than you all season long. And can you focus on good shots? I do not know. Let's see how many did they have today in terms of the three-pointers. Warriors 48 three-pointers today. I, I that's in their that's in their range. Now they hit them late. Anthony Lamb with some big threes as well. But that's just what they're going to do. If it goes in, we got action. If we don't, you're on the bench, right, in terms of the Warriors' playoff chances and title chances. So that's just what it comes down to in terms of what I think when I think, all right, flipping the switch, what does that mean? Draymond Green, turn it up another level defensively. Steph Curry, turn it up another level defensively. Everybody as a whole, turning it up another level in terms of taking care of the basketball. Uh, this turnover culture has to stop, okay? It, oh, well, we have free-flowing offense. Yeah, but that's not why you're turning the ball over. That's not, that's not why you're turning the ball over. Steph is throwing a, a, a cross-court pass against the most athletic team. The Rockets have been bad. Everybody there is, what, under 23? They got energy, okay? And they're taking cookies whenever they can. So stop with that. That's not, that's not a... a, a Result of the offense. That's just being lazy. We got to call it out. We got to call it out. So I already talked about the good, and we got plenty more good to come. I see you on the phone lines as well. I'm about to get you right now. Draymond Green, two turnovers. Kevon Looney, two turnovers. Steph Curry, four turnovers. Klay Thompson, two turnovers. Dante DiVincenzo, three turnovers. Kaminga, two turnovers. Jordan Poole, two turnovers. And by the way, real quick, just, just, just for the plus-minus people, Jordan Poole had five points. He did have eight assists, so I think that saved him. Five points, two turnovers, one for eight field goal, one for six from three-point lane. He was a plus 13. He's a plus 13. People say that the plus or minus matter more for a full season versus a a single game. To me, most of the time when you win games, there are a lot of pluses. Most of the time when you lose games, there are a lot of minuses. So you do with that what you will. 888-957-9570. Let's go out to Nick in Ohio. Who wants to start the young gun? Who wants to start Kaminga? What's up, What's up Nick? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, Kaminga. Put him in the starting lineup. I, I don't know why he's not replacing uh, Wiggins. I mean, with him and J- Draymond to start the game, you know, they always get these slow starts. I think put that athleticism and that threat uh, in the front court there and get going, man. I just don't understand why he's, uh, he, he's not being used to his fullest extent. I'd love to see him play with Draymond. Yeah, no, that's a great call, Nick. And they, 
I think there was a stretch. They've played with so many different lineups. There was a stretch when Kaminga was that guy for a bit. I think that, look, whenever I see Jonathan Kaminga take a mid-range, and you know he loves, he's always on the right elbow. He does a little behind the back, little little jig with it, and then he hits that mid-range. When he has that, that's when the it's open sesame because what these we saw it last year against the Grizzlies when he did start that game. I believe that's the game that they lost by 50 or something like that when Steve Kerr was out. When they just when when teams treat him like a Westbrook or like a Draymond and hey, we're just not gonna guard you at all, he's starting to get better at understanding other things he can do. We know he's gonna continue to improve defensively. We also know that. He's still trying to get there, right? He's going to have some silly fouls. The whole team is at this point. So if Jonathan Kaminga can lock in, and look, this is an interesting situation simply because Dante DiVincenzo did not have a good game today. So I hear you. I think it should be talked about anyway simply because Jonathan Kaminga is longer. He can guard more. He Earlier in the season, they were treating him like a like Darrell Revis and just putting people on an island with him. So I think there is something to that. I think I cr- I saw a crazy split, and it's not really surprising. But Dante DiVincenzo, his the amount of points he scores at home or on the road are very very in line with a typical bench player. So I would make the argument if you don't know what you're going to get from Dante DiVincenzo offensively, defensively, I don't think it's I don't think Dante DiVincenzo and Kaminga are worlds apart defensively, at least not one-on-one defenders. So if you don't know what you're going to get from Dante DiVincenzo offensively on the road specifically, why not put Jonathan Kaminga out there when at the end of the day, he is your future. We all know Dante DiVincenzo is a rental and he's a plug and play guy. So I think that's a great call from Nick in Ohio. Let's go out to San Jose. Mark wants to talk about turnover culture, Warriors turnovers. What's up, Mark? You're on Warriors wrap up. Hey, uh, what's going on, my man? Not too much. What you got for us? Uh, well, the one thing that I wanted to stress, since we are talking about the turnovers, those 20 turnovers, I mean, the thing about it is what kills me, defense is supposed to travel on the road. Yeah, you may not make all your shots because your role players, you know, sleep better in their beds than hotel rooms, but... The one thing that's supposed to travel is the defense. And that's the one thing that hasn't traveled that well until lately. And if they can play defense like they did against the Clippers and against the Lakers like they did in L.A., against Dallas on Wednesday, they have a chance as long as they don't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's a great call, Mark. The defense thing, you know, it sounds – it sounds – like an excuse, and it is an excuse. I, I, I honestly, I'm just confused. I don't know if it's a time zone thing, right? They, uh, they, they still think it's four o'clock. Whatever the case may be, it was five o'clock today. Maybe it's why the defense showed up a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do believe that Chase Center is a big part of it, and everybody, you know, I, I saw it on the Xfinity, Xfinity Mobile text line as well. Well. All you got to do is win one on the road, and the Warriors are basically perfect at Chase, so it'll be good. First of all, you got to win that one. And again, you're playing playoff teams. Okay, not the Rockets or or anybody that's even with you in that big mess towards the bottom of the of the Western Conference. You're playing the teams that have been playing the best all season long. So, that's one part of it. And then the second part of it is you yes, the Warriors play really good at Chase, but 
they're not invincible. So what happens now, right, to the psyche of, and, and to be honest, it's a little too late to even have this conversation. But what happens now to the psyche when, okay, we got to get on the road. Sure, I'll say, okay, they go one-on-one, one-and-one on the road. And it was a hard-fought victory. And they make it. Wow, the Warriors win one on the road. And I get it. This is what fans are supposed to do. You're supposed to be optimistic. Or some fans are optimistic, pessimistic, and realistic. We have all levels. But you get that. Now you're one-and-one. One. Now you come back to Chase Center. So what happens if you lose that Chase? And now you have to what? Basically duplicate something you haven't been able to do all season against a playoff caliber team. Now, you know, the whole thing is kind of sold at this point. I mean, it is what it is. It's just I, I do think people are still maybe underselling the Warriors and their road struggles. Hey, all you got to do is get one. It is really hard to get one. And again, that's why we bring up the, okay, how are they going to get one? What does that mean to you? We talk about flipping the switch. What does flipping the switch mean to you? Let's go to the Affinity Mobile text line, 510. Man, exclamation point for me, flipping the switch has to do with personnel. And if Wiggins doesn't come back, I think they're not going to flip it at all. And even if he does come back towards the end, they're still going to need GP2 for defense. And like you guys said, everybody else is going to have to step up, which is other than Steph, Clay, and Dre, and maybe Dante Kaminga. I don't know if I trust anybody else to do that. Jermaine from the 510. I hear you. I hear you. You know, it, maybe that's a piece of it. I think it is a piece of it. I believe GP2 is getting reevaluated. Sometime this week, that would be huge because defensively, that that's the other thing. Everybody's saying, okay, well, the defense doesn't travel. Maybe maybe part of that's personnel. I guess that gets debunked because it's the same personnel at home than not at home, but who knows? All right, we got to get to a break. When we get back, we are going to talk about the AC Transit hardest working player of the game, and it's a good one today. It's a good one. It's Alan Siles in for JD. Warriors wrap up 95-7 the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kaminga dribbles to no advantage, gets it up top to Draymond. Back to Kaminga, catches in traffic, floats it over to Curry, pump fake, flyby, three ball, got it! Wow. What a play by John the Kaminga. 
That was a great catch of that pass. And then to deliver it to Curry, that made the play. 93-87, Warriors with 9.59 to go. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. We are back, Warriors Wrap-Up. And yes, Jonathan Kaminga, another great game from him. He is, it's a bit, I wouldn't say confusing, he's just young. And I think Warriors fans, myself included, just aren't necessarily used to, and Steve Curry, be completely honest with you, having somebody with so much talent that young, but you still need him right now, specifically with Andrew Wiggins out as we continue to break down the Warriors' road victory. Yes, you heard that correctly. First road victory since January 30th, 121-108 against the Houston Rockets as the Warriors are holding on, holding on for dear life to that sixth seed, and the Mavs go on to lose, so that makes Wednesday's showdown even bigger, even bigger. And look, I'm going to tell you right now, Kyrie Irving, say what you want about him. When it comes to the Warriors, let's not forget what he did against the Warriors and the Nets. That was what that was a bad loss by the Warriors. The war, that was at home, the Warriors. And the Warriors go on just unserious as they as can happen to them ever so often. They end end up blowing a game they had no business losing against the Brooklyn Nets. So don't do not sleep on the Mavericks. I don't think anybody is, but you know Somebody called in before the break mentioning, hey, should you think about starting Jonathan Kaminga? Here's a question. Who do you think can lock up Kyrie Irving better? Jonathan Kaminga or Dante DiVincenzo? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think Kyrie is going to do what he wants to do, just like when you watch, when you play NBA Street. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Nobody's going to keep Kyrie from putting up what he's going to put up. But down the stretch, when you need to at least try to get the ball out of his hands, do you trust Dante DiVincenzo more or do you trust Jonathan Kaminga more? Again, Golden State Warriors, 121. Houston Rockets, 108. Draymond Green, 8 points. Kevon Looney, 11 points. Steph Curry, 30 points. Matching his number, Klay Thompson, 29 points. Dante DiVincenzo, 5 off the bench. Jonathan Kaminga, 17 points. Anthony Lamb, 9 points. He went... Three of four from three-point range. And Anthony Lamb, some of those threes, you know, normally he gets the Draymond-esque threes. I wouldn't say he's as wide wide open as Draymond Green, but he made at least one where he was in tra- not in transition, but he was coming off a screen and kind of just shot it in rhythm. So if you can get him going in that way, great timing for that. Great timing for that. Jordan Poole, great game from the assist standpoint. Eight assists there. Did not have a great game shooting. One for eight from field goal range, one for six from three-point range. And and let's be honest, that's just not going to work. That's not going to work. And I am not, on a day that the Warriors won, this is not going to turn into a Jordan Poole uh, complain session. But I will say this, you have to try to supplement that scoring. If you're not going to get it from him, you got to get it from somewhere. And Jonathan Kaminga, if, if that mid-range is has arrived in the mail, and he has unlocked it, that would be great. We've seen it. He's done it before. I think teams are still going to live with it, so maybe this is an opportunity for him. Hey, if you're not going to guard me here and Steve Kerr's giving him that confidence, we need buckets. I, this is this is what's confusing about the Warriors' offense because 
We talk so much about, we talk about flipping the switch, and, and we're continuing to talk about flipping the switch. So 888-957-9570, call line, Infinity Mobile text line. When we say flip the switch, what does that mean to you? We had somebody say it means the personnel. We had, we, I gave my thoughts. I said, look, don't turn the ball over, and everybody steps it up a level on defense. And lastly, just take good shots. Just take good shots. So what does flipping the switch mean to you? But in terms of Jordan Poole and where he's at right now, you're going to need – you cannot have just Steph, Clay Thompson. You need that third guy. Now, I don't think it's going to be Jonathan Kaminga every night. And Jordan Poole, yeah, he, he's going to make a lot of money here soon, so you would like it to be him. It, as much as the issue typically isn't the offense, I do see a lot of lineups, and Dante DiVincenzo, his home and away splits are – very similar, to be completely honest, to the Warriors' home and, home and away splits in terms of their record. I don't think it's that bad, but it's not great. So you have Dante DiVincenzo. These are the guys that I've seen, if I'm just being completely honest here. And again, we're all, we are. this is what happens when you win a game, but you win a game on the road, which is great, and we understand that. But I'm not, I can only give the Warriors so many flowers for beating the Houston Rockets, who have the second-to-worst record in the league, right? And if, and if I'm wrong, a, a win is a win. I'm not. I'm just saying the Warriors have a really big game on Wednesday, right? And, and 18 turnovers, that's probably not going to work. It's probably not going to work unless you're just red hot. But when I look around some of these lineups that get, that get put out there, Kevon Looney, I'm not going to count him in this conversation simply because He's he's under the basket a lot, but there are some guys that you get on, you get on fast breaks, and it just it feels like they're allergic to the rim. Draymond Green, he's been much better this season, but there are a lot of times where he has layups and he just he'll pass it out. And I get it, you're passing to hopefully one of the best shooters or the best shooter in the history of the game. So it doesn't feel like a bad, it doesn't feel like a bad play, but still. Nobody is shooting 80%, 90% from three-point land. You could do that on layups. So I would put Draymond Green in that category, and I would also put Dante DiVincenzo in that category to where you have a layup and you're giving it up. I do understand why you're giving it up, but it just still doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And when the ball goes in, yeah, I sit there and I be quiet just like everybody else. But when it does it, and specifically when you're down, now the Warriors weren't, really down at any significant part of the game in this game. But when you are down, I, I and I and maybe that's why things felt different today. Because it's almost when the Warriors start to get on that run and they want to just blow the roof off the place and they take that three that they just don't need to take. Okay, it's time to talk about who worked really hard, though. Because we do have somebody who got it done. It is time for the hardest worker of the game brought to you by AC Transit. Jalen Green for three, short, rebound Curry, throws ahead to Kaminga, one step and a jam! Timeout Houston. Little cherry picking, Timmy. 95-87 with 9.40 to go. And the Warriors trying to salt this one away in Texas. Little cherry picking, Timmy. But that'll get it done. Jonathan Kaminga, 17 points. He was plus three, one block. Four, three re, three rebounds, four assists. He got it done, man. And look, I I did feel some type of way just because I felt like Jonathan Kaminga, 
He probably got up for this game because he's playing a bunch of other young dudes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Steph, Clay, Draymond, somebody said, hey, man, you, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna come out here and let these guys look more athletic than you because we know what you can do. And Jonathan Kaminga, he said, oh, you guys got some Skywalkers? Well, we got one too, all right? We got the shooters, you know about that, but we got something else too. So Jonathan Kaminga, he is the hardest worker of the game brought to you by AC Transit. AC Transit is looking for hard workers and is offering a $2,000 bonus for new bus operators and their journey-level mechanics. To join their team for complete details and to apply, visit actransit.org slash careers. That's actransit.org slash careers. 888-957-9570 is the call line and Xfinity mobile text line as we continue to talk about what flipping the switch is. Because I'm not going to sit there and even bring up, did they turn a corner? It's too late. It's too late. It's too late to turn a corner. You can't put your your turn signal on at this point. You just got to make the turn. It's going to annoy somebody, right, because they didn't know you were turning, but you got to make the turn. The Warriors have been trying to turn a corner all season long. They haven't been able to get it done. So there's no point in even having those types of conversations. Are they going to be able to, I'll be honest, be a much better version of the team that they have been when the playoffs, not even when the playoffs come around, these next couple of games to close out the season? You got a big game against the Mavericks. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. What you do against this Mavericks team in a game that you simply, you have to have it. And everybody's, hey, what they do, what they do at home, they're this, they're that. I get it. You know who's been rolling? The 76ers. They have been. You got the Timberwolves. You should be able to get that done. So you got the Timberwolves, then you got the Pelicans, and then you got the Spurs. So these next two games are huge. You can put yourself in a really good position. You can get this Mavericks win. Then if anything else does happen, you would have that tiebreaker. And then you go on to beat Joel Embiid and the 76ers. These next two games are humongous. But to be fair, they would have been even bigger. And really, you put yourself at a real disadvantage if you somehow were to lose tonight. So I will give kudos to the Warriors for taking care of business and getting a W when they really needed it most. 121 to 108, the Warriors beat the Houston Rockets. 888-957-9570 is the call line and the text line. You know, as we continue to talk about just the difference between home and away, I hate the tiny victories and I hate the moral victories, but that Atlanta game if it wasn't for the Collins random three-point barrage where I don't know when that's going to happen again, but if it wasn't for that, then the who knows what happens in that first quarter, right? That that Hawks team, they're right around the same record-wise as the Warriors, but that Hawks team, you know, they've had some issues. Maybe you get them down in the first quarter and you're able to say, you're able to say, okay, let's just move. Let's just do what we got to do. We kind of got them beat down. So, Hate the moral victories, hate the tiny victories, but the Warriors, they have started to show, okay, now it was a low bar, right? Let's not be down 15 or 20 after the first quarter, but they do seem to be trending in the right direction. But the turnovers, you got to figure it out. Surprisingly, Draymond Green, and it depends on what you even think about this, you might put it in the same category as a plus or minus. Draymond Green actually has the highest turnover rate in the league. Now, that he has the ball a lot, and again, on an offense where the ball is moving, you have guys cutting and crashing all over the place. But that was a little bit surprising when when I did read that. So everything that the Warriors 
have had issues with all season long, it's not necessarily that they played without those issues tonight. And I think maybe that's why everybody isn't as juiced as you're not going to be juiced against the Rockets unless it was just a record night for somebody. But, you know, it was a basically a little bit better. Or did you just play a worse team? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Early on the Finney Mobile text line, I saw that a win is definitely a win, specifically when nobody gets hurt. Do we have any report on Steph Curry? I haven't seen anything. Steph went back into the game, and he gave a thumbs up, so I think they're good there. He might wake up a little bit sore tomorrow, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. 510 chiming in. The switch gets flipped when they win their first playoff game on the road. Well, the flip might have to get switched during that game. That because that's why I'm saying I think you could see some of that before it ends though. I think if the Warriors just go into the season starting Wednesday, I guess technically starting today cuz you got the W, winning basketball games, right? Winning basketball games that would surprise you based on what they've done this season. How many more times can they surprise you this season? You got the Mavericks, that's a big opportunity. For the Warriors. The Sixers, I don't know that it would surprise you simply because it's at home. And then you got the Nuggets where that's April 2nd. That That's in a couple weeks here. I don't know. The, the Nuggets might have that locked up. Who knows what the Nuggets do there. So this is really one of the best tests. And same with the Kings. Who knows if the Kings are playing between the two and the three seed on, the, at, on that April 7th game. But this, as it stands right now is the biggest road game that the Warriors have left, just based on where these teams are at and what it means to this team. Do you feel like there's any momentum now going into that game on Wednesday because the Warriors won? Or do you think everybody in that locker room is thinking the same thing we're thinking, or at least that I'm thinking, it's the Rockets, you did what you were supposed to do. It really wasn't overly impressive, but... The only reason I'm putting it under a microscope like this is because we haven't been impressed in a while, at least not on the road. Again, first road victory since January 30th. It's hard to think we're almost at the end of March, by the way, anyway. But January 30th, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. So Draymond Green, 8 points. Kevon Looney, 11 points. Steph Curry, 30 points. Clay Thompson, 29 points. Dante DiVincenzo, 5. Kaminga, 17. He is our hardest worker, hardest working player of the game. Jermichael Green, four points. Anthony Lamb, nine points. A couple couple big threes earlier on in the game. Jordan Poole, five points. And maybe it's time to go there. I don't know. GP2 is supposed to be getting reevaluated at some point this week. Still no word on Andrew Wiggins. How do you unlock Jordan Poole? Now, when I say that, it's because it's not time to talk about what Jordan Poole doesn't do well. Right, that's not a that's not a good conversation to have at this point. Ooh. Talking about Jordan Poole and trading Jordan Poole, we need things that are going to help the Warriors right now. What are some thoughts that could help the Warriors right now? I know there are thoughts about why don't you just start Jordan Poole again? What what about that? I just don't think you can because of how poor the Warriors play on the road. I do think it gets to a point where you have to trust that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are going to have enough offense for you so that you can still bring Jordan Poole off the bench. I don't see... Now, last year, that Warriors team was a different team. 
You could you could start Jordan Poole defensively, even though he was still a bit of a traffic cone. You could start Jordan Poole, and you'd be okay. But this year, I just don't see how you could do that. They're already small enough. The worst is when they finally do get a stop, and then they can't get the rebound, and the other team gets an offensive board. So I do not think you can afford to start Jordan Poole with this iteration of the Warriors. So I would have that out, but 888-957-9570, call line, if you need a mobile text line, let me know if you disagree. Let me know if you disagree. Because that would be out for me. So what else can you do? I have no clue if rotations need to be changed. It's so late in the season, but I, I just you have to do something. Because what he is not bringing to the table, and again, this is just what you need. This is not a this is not a, a, an opinion based thing. This is just what the Warriors need. I see you on the text line, four hundred eight. Let Jordan be himself. Take the good over the bad. Oh, I I love to, I love to. I'm not saying not to. I can't take five points though. I can't do that. I'll take the eight assists. He was still a plus thirteen, but you can't have five points. You can't put up five points to get the Mavs and and expect to win. So this is a constructive conversation about what are the things that you can do to get Jordan Poole going. Personally, I would say I don't think you can start him, but maybe it is a game. And and maybe maybe not this Mavs game, right? I don't know. I know Steve Kerr is always talking to his players. But maybe, you know, those games where it just very much looks like, okay, somebody talked to this guy and really – made it a point that he's on a mission, right? Oh, Steph's on a mission. We've seen it with Clay. Clay's on a mission. Is it worth it? And you can't do it because you need these W's. You cannot do it on Wednesday. But if he plays like this again, and look, Jordan Poole hasn't been awful. I think points-wise, it was just a rough day for him uh, at the office. But is there a game coming up where you say, hey, guys, or maybe you just say to Jordan Poole or you say to the guys, hey, we got to get Jordan Poole going. I don't, I don't, I don't care how. Right against one, I know you got 76ers up next, but we have to find a way to get him going. And this is all still connected to Andrew Wiggins. I know that. But again, constructive conversation. We don't know when he's going to get back. So there's no point in me talking about him. I'm going to talk about the players that are on the floor. That's, that's just what it is. 888-957-9570. Tomas from San Jose wants to be a part of the conversation, says Poole needs to focus. It's just that simple. What's up, Tomas? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Alan Siles in for JD. Hey, uh, th- th- thanks, for, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I wanted to say about Jordan Poole, I wanted to say that, um, you know, I think he gets a little caught up when he's, when he's hot, when he's feeling it, when he's making threes and streaking to the bucket and doing things that are really amazing and, you know, getting a little bit too of his ego going. And I think what would help for him to get him going is, you know, making buckets and, you know, sprinting back to get on defense because we need him not just on the offensive side of the floor. When he's out there, he's got to play some kind of defense. And I think that he gets a little too invested in the calls he may or may not be getting and the buckets that he does make. And then when he doesn't make them, he's got nothing else to offer. So that's, so that's what I think that Jordan Poole should be uh, focusing on. No, I thanks for the call, Tomas. It's a great point. And again, that goes to Jordan Poole. And I, I, I have to say it because it's just the truth. Maturity. Part of that is maturity. And I'm confirming right now, you never know when birthdays are. He's still 23. He's still 23. Tw- turns 24 in June. So 
that's just something again we're not used to seeing because we've see, we've the young guys that have played on the Warriors they were never as important. They just weren't right. You had the core, you had the vets, and you had the whoever you had grabbed, you know, in the off season. But you never had guys that you brought up in this way. I've used the term with the Warriors because I love my baseball. The Warriors have a lot of DHs in certain ways. They have guys that are, they have certain guys that are defensive guys, right? Kevon Looney, and again, Kevon Looney, he's gonna make he's gonna make. His bunnies under the rim. He's going to get these offensive rebounds. He's going to dunk from time to time. Do not get me wrong, but he is more of a defensive rebound type guy. Draymond, defensive. And I, I would I would put him offensive just in terms of the assist, but he's more of a defensive type guy. We're then you have, see uh, Chorizo. Then you have Jordan Poole, who is that offensive focused guy, right? So can you can you can you give us something else when you're not? And I think it is a good point that he did at least have eight assists today because going back to the maturity piece, it reminds me of to be honest, it reminds me of that the the hot athlete in high school, right? The guy who just I run Ooh. this, I can do no wrong, and when things are going well, I'm the man, but it happens very quickly. It's almost as if you can tell what type of night you're going to get from Jordan Poole within the first, what, five to seven minutes that he plays. That, is that not true? It's hard for him. He can't break out. If he starts slow, it's hard for him to refocus and, and all right, I'm still good. I, I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that. It's hard for him. It's hard for him to shake it off, and that will come with time. But again, how do you get him to get there this season when the team is going to need you? They're just going to need you. And the, Jordan Poole, the ceiling isn't the problem. We understand the ceiling. I don't even know if the basement is the problem because I don't know how often we even see the basement. The problem is almost the everything else, the middle ground, the living room, the kitchen, right? You're And you're not paying him this money yet, but it's like you got this premium that you're paying in San Francisco, but it's a studio and it's not furnished, right? And it could be really good, but you're already paying for that price, but it's not that good yet. But then people come over and they say, look, this could be really good, right? This could be a, a really nice place, but it's just not there yet. So that is really the struggle with Jordan Poole. And specifically, there's just no time. And I say this every time I speak about Jordan Poole, the Warriors do not win that championship last season without him. For real. All I'm saying is this is just how it is for this new season that we're in. That's just it. That's just it. But I do believe, I do believe that there is enough here for the Warriors to make a run. Now, if somebody were to hit me up on the Xfinity Mobile text line or call in and say, what is your definition of a run? I don't know. I don't know at this point. I don't. You know, we talked about having to win at least one game on the road. Can the Warriors do that? I think they can. I think they can, but will they? Right against teams that have been playing better than them all season long. But we will find out. We will definitely find out. And it starts against the Mavericks. You know, you know what they bring to the table. It's gonna be, it's gonna be whoever's kicking it out and whoever's going to be well, Reggie Bullock. What type of game is Reggie Bullock gonna have? Tim Hardaway Jr. It's the every time you play the Mavericks, it's really the same thing, right? It's really the same thing. So that's a huge game. That's a huge game for the Warriors, and if they're able to get that one, then I think specifically, okay, we're not doing the, we're not doing the turn the corner thing anymore because it's too late. But 
I would do the flip the switch thing. You can flip the switch at the end of the season. The Warriors could go on a run here. Everything that we've been complaining about, that you've listened on 95.7 The Game, every show that we have, whether you're complaining with your friends, whoever it is, if they go on a run here, I think that every – because Kendrick Perkins came out today and he said something to the effect that the Warriors are done, right? Something, something like that. But all of that can change because when you do look at this roster and you do think about the championship pedigree, nobody's going to bet against them. Nobody's going to bet against them. So I'm trying to figure out here the injury report. So Luka was downgraded to out against the Grizzlies tonight. So I'm assuming he's not going to play on Wednesday. So Warriors don't have to worry about that, but you still got Kyrie. You still got Kyrie. And if you are not able to stop Kyrie, right, and and his ability to get to the lane. He had a he had a shot today. I'm sure everybody saw it if you are on the highlights where he did some type of reverse English at the rim and was able to put it in. So that we know what we're dealing with with Kyrie. To me, I, I know he can shoot the rock, and I know 2016, not to bring it up specifically on the day the Warriors won, but if he wants to live from outside, that's fine. That's fine. If he wants to check up a bunch of threes, that is fine. Xfinity Mobile text line is firing all cylinders right now, 415. Jordan Poole's turnovers are ridiculous. The one tonight where he just went out of bounds behind the basket for no reason. He deserved a raise, but not all the way to the top. The speed he uses on offense, he needs to use it on defense. 415, that is an incredible point. That is an incredible point because we were actually just talking about this. Myself, Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings, Sterling Bennett, we were just talking about this. Jordan Poole, when we say certain players have the ability to play good defense, it's the same skills that you use on offense besides, I guess, size, right? If Jordan Poole is really quick laterally with the basketball, how in the world could he be less quick without a basketball. How is that possible? It's not. It's not. So, and I and, and look, that's specifically the one-on-one piece. I think for Jordan Poole, it's effort, and it's just continuing to learn the game, continuing to learn the game defensively. But it is effort. A lot of it is effort because you are you sure are quick on offense, and that is not a Jordan Poole thing specifically. That is a young player thing. That's what that is. So don't get me wrong. I am I am calling that out based on the text line, but that's not a Jordan Poole thing. That is a basically a under twenty under age twenty five star player thing or or coming up star player thing. That's just what it is. Most guys have dealt with. We we talked about Luca does not play defense. He doesn't. He doesn't. Kaminga's different simply because he's he's doing it. I guess backwards than a lot of these guys, but that's because offensively, he's still trying to get his skill level up. Guys that come into the league with the skill level or guys that that have an explosion like Jordan Poole did, it's a bit different. Kaminga knows to get minutes. I don't, you know, I don't have the handle like Jordan Poole. I don't have this. I don't have that. So that is why Kaminga said, oh, I got to get on the boards to get playing time. I got to play defense to get playing time. So that's why he's a little bit different, even though he's just as young. 510 chiming in. Hey, Alan, love your show. Love your work. Thank you very much. Let me tell you something right now. After tonight, we are on a run, man. This is a run. This run we're on. Run with White Mike from Oakland. Keep up the good work, brother. Thank you, Mike from Oakland. The 510 chiming in again. Hey, maybe that's a good, maybe that's a good way to end this one, Sterling, because 
Maybe it, maybe it is the flipping of the switch. <laughs> and if they're going to turn a corner, it's going to have to be an acute turn, right? Because you don't have time to, 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 to mess around. You got to figure it out. And maybe the Warriors are starting to. It all started with just an innocent win against the lowly Rockets. And you know what, Sterling? I will say, it's not, a, it's not time yet, but it's very close. Maybe it's a, just an early birthday gift to me. My birthday's tomorrow. so I, And maybe the Warriors wanted to give me that birthday Whoa. present. Yeah, and because of that, Dub Nation gets to celebrate with a win. How about that? We're like crackheads. We, I, we can taste it. <laughs> I don't really know how that one hit, but Sterling, you know I love you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Warriors Wrap Up. Alan Styles in for JD, or was in for JD. Have a good rest of your evening. We'll talk to you soon. Catch the Warriors again Wednesday, 95.7 The Game. Gaga, goo, goo. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.